Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where two black-ass girls invade the whitest show on earth. The Bachelorette. The Bachelorette. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And we just watched the episode before Hometowns. Yes, the Bahamas episode. Bahamas episode. Finally got some international dates. Finally. Oh Shit's God. really getting real. Whenever it's mm-hmm. the, the date before Hometowns, that's like usually the, the toughest date. Mm, yeah not usually it is the toughest date because it's either yeah, you're bringing her home line. or you're you're going home by yourself yeah. <laughs> like it yep. sucks um but yeah good episode um saw a lot of new sides to guys it was the most revealing episode i feel like mm, yeah. in terms of like learning about everybody yeah. um okay what were your initial thoughts justine so my initial thoughts are um wills for bachelor Will's thing won't be The Bachelor. I know, but I'm just, you know, hoping. I'm just putting it out there once again. Will, Will's okay, let me interrupt you, though, because Will's, yes. I'm mad at Will's. Will's <gasps> killed his own chances to be The Bachelor. What? His monotone, yeah. his hella, mm-hmm. just too chill energy. Mm-hmm. He can't carry a season. Yeah. And he's not a fan favorite. And I think yeah. it's because of that. And that's not anything against it. That's just who he is. So, like, mm-hmm. you can't... <laughs> But who he is killed his chances of being the bachelor. Like, <laughs> sorry, I wanted so much more, but it does—I wanted it for him, but it, he ain't gonna be the bachelor. Sorry. Especially with his loud outfits, I expect more to come from him. Yeah. His personality. That's so interesting. He like lives mm-hmm. out through like his personality shines the brightest in his clothes. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's really cool. Yeah, it would have been cool to have like this kind of eclectic dressing bachelor yes like a quirky truly a quirky guy yes yeah i don't think we've had that really yet as a bachelor Mm um but yeah ain't gonna happen there no it's not (laughs) (laughs) um also not loving these bachelor editors and these double entendres i was cringing the whole time (laughs) colton's entire date colton's whole date you guys i couldn't even take it um, and I am in love with Blake. And oh my god. So she needs to just let him go because he's mine. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Plot 
twist. I think I said she's a choose him. What the hell? Oh. And those are my initial thoughts. What about you? Yeah. Um, okay, so Colton is my baby daddy, as everybody knows. Mm, which yeah. that concept within itself is just weird. Like, are we having children? I don't know, but they will come from somewhere. Um, he's my baby daddy, but Blake is the one I want to marry. Oh, he Colton That's... is beautiful and all that jazz, but like Blake just has so many qualities and said so many crucial key things mm-hmm. on this episode that I'm like, you are the type of man that I want. Yeah. As a partner. As a partner, yes. Yeah. He very, I mean, we'll get to his date, but just he exhibits a sense of maturity and like real sincerity mm-hmm. that trumps all of the guys on the show, I think. Yes, Everyone I agree. Since night one to Since me. Since the but... very, very beginning, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, he really just sealed it for me. Um, and then initial, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts on Garrett and Garrett's mm. love story mm. with Becca. Mm. Mm. We'll get into it. I won't share it, but yeah, it's just the whole thing's irking me. Becca's kind of irking me. I just have a lot me to say. Too. Yeah, <laughs> on that whole whatever the hell that is between them. Um, so that's that. Um, before we get into the recap, we do have some announcements. Mm-hmm. Um, first up, we announced last week we have a contest going on, guys. We're going to see a lot of people entering. Very mm-hmm. exciting. So we are doing a contest where we'll choose one lucky um, reviewer, so someone who reviews us on iTunes, to call into the podcast. You get to kiki with us a little bit, and you'll share with everyone your Becca UII moment, your Get Me to Wakanda moment, your Nigga You Ain't Shit award. Um, and so basically how this works, between now and Thursday, July 19th, we want you to run over to iTunes, rate us, and write us a review. We say it every week. Now, actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> rate us. Write us a review. And on Thursday, the 19th, we will choose one reviewer at random announce their name their username on our twitter and our facebook so please go follow us on that if you aren't already and we'll have that person contact us and then you'll be able to come on to our july 23rd show and spend some time with us and share with everyone your moments for the week and that should be her hometown right i think so because i'm yeah, yeah hometowns is next week already so the week mm-hmm. after yeah i think it's when she brings them home yeah. So that's a juicy one for sure. I'm really curious to hear other people's thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that. So rate, review, subscribe, enter the contest. Also, we encourage you to please follow us on Twitter. We live tweet every Monday. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. It's a good time on our Twitter line, I think. It is. It's a fun little party. <laughs> it's a fun little party. Have. I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so go and follow us. Our handle is the number two BLK girls, the number one rose. And email us, too. Um, yes. We got a lot of great emails this week. I'm excited to uh, read oh, them on so air. Good. But every week we shout out um, our lovely friends who email us, and we love reading them. Like, adore reading them, you guys. They're so Truly, great. They make my um, entire day. <laughs> yeah, the whole day. Yeah. Um, so email us at the number two black girls, the number one rose at gmail.com. Yes, sir. And find oh, us and on there Facebook. were some, some questions about the contest. If you already left a review, you don't need to resubmit it. 
No, we're going to be choosing from all of the reviews. Yeah. So even if you wrote it like months ago, like you're still going to be put in the pool. So mm-hmm. hope that clears that up. Yep. Um, all right. So that's that. We do have some church announcements. That's just said. We got a lot of really good emails this week. I'm so excited to talk about the emails. Yeah. Um, I'll turn it over to you, Justine. So we got some emails. Shout out to Christy, Maria, Rebecca, Marielle, and Nicole for just emailing us with some love, mm-hmm. which we always appreciate. And also a little, like, P.S. Here's my opinion, which we love, too. We yes. love hearing that, especially from people who are not... We love our New Yorkers, obviously, but people who are from all around the world it's really interesting to hear their perspective yes and explaining things to us because we talk mm-hmm. very ignorantly about different states <laughs> and different countries and make a lot of generalizations we, we trust do. me we know yeah <laughs> so yep. i love when you guys email us to be like well let me explain where i'm from or let me explain yeah. this i really yeah. i really enjoy that so thanks guys yes and speaking of that shout out to Lindsay yes. who emailed us particularly about buffalo Buffalo, New York. Um, yep. Buffalo, New York. Yep. Which I did not know any of this, but there's this is a where certain... Jason is from. FYI. Yeah. Th- yeah. This is where Jason is from. We were really questioning Jason's fashion choices <laughs> yes. on the show. I was questioning it this week. He was wearing long sleeves every day. Bro, you're in the Bahamas. What are you doing? <laughs> but after reading this email, we know why. Because it's so freaking cold there, mm-hmm. they don't really pay attention to what they're wearing because they're just wearing Canada Goose eight months out of the year. <laughs> yeah. So, like, they don't care. So, yeah. And not to say people don't care, but they, but, yeah, if you're covering up every outfit in a big-ass winter coat for eight months <laughs> out the year, you probably care a little bit less about fashion. <laughs> it makes yeah. sense. It makes right. so much sense. Yeah. Or maybe you do care about fashion, but you're not as invested in it in your own personal life. Yeah, maybe. Like, you might be watching fashion shows and stuff, but you might not be, like, you know, strutting down the snow slopes. <laughs> snow slopes. <laughs> Yep, that's true. Uh, so thank you, Lindsay, for that clarification. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you to Rachel, who sent us a really in-depth email, complete with a GIF. Oh my God, this is so funny. This email was <laughs> cracking up. It was so, so, so funny. It was just a really long, fantastic uh, rant um, about this season, and um, we absolutely loved it. So thank you. Rachel, and I also love from Rachel's email um, how she also learned to distrust people with thin lips. I told y'all <laughs> once, and I'll say it again: I don't trust nobody with no lips. And I'm glad that Rachel is now on the she's she's been caught up to speed, and she gotta look a little <laughs> twice if people ain't got no damn lips. Just putting that out there. I like that she mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys are crazy. But I don't trust poets, so it is what it is. Um, uh, shout out to Brianna, who is from Maryland, had some perspective on Richmond, Virginia. Um, also had some perspective on why they um, were in Richmond, Virginia. Um, that they either used too much of the budget on RE season. Mm-hmm. Or if some of these dudes came without a passport. <laughs> Both viable. Oh my god. Hypotheses. Yeah, Brianna. our season was very flashy. They were on international mm-hmm. dates from like week three? I don't even know. They were overseas yeah. the whole time. So yeah, like, right, after, yeah. right after, um, what's it called, Florida. They were in Italy. 
Yeah, Italy, France, mm-hmm. they were all over the place, so mm. yeah, I think Becca's season got screwed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And then um, shout out to Valerie, who is a, she gave us some perspective on the six month rule that people give cancer patients yes. or anyone with a terminal disease. That was very interesting, yeah. Because mm-hmm. she's a hospice, she said she's a hospice nurse. Hospice nurse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's saying like the doctor's will like if they tell you you have six months or less to live then you qualify for like hospice benefits mm-hmm. so maybe that's why they do that for people so they can get the benefits but then the yeah. people be living 10 15 years on some hospice benefits people be living through hospice too people go to hospice and then they come back out and they're like oh yeah jk <laughs> just kidding just kidding guys oh my gosh but yes. Sorry. Yeah, so shout out to Valerie. That was really, really insightful. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just love hearing about you guys' like, jobs and stuff in your everyday life. Yeah. Um, time for Bachelor Nation news. Yep. Um, and our email is shout out to Kaylin, who was the first to send us this, um, this piece of news that everyone's been talking about this week about the Virginia Tourist Board paying the Bachelor franchise $536,000 to host that godforsaken episode in Richmond, Virginia last week. And we, I mean, everybody called it. You could see right through it. Yeah. That this was clearly promotion. I mean, the whole show is promotion. All the hotels and stuff, they stay at and everything. Right. But the whole promotion for... Virginia, but it was just so forced. Um, mm-hmm. So yes, yeah, so they paid the, the ABC, ABC five hundred thirty-six thousand in exchange. The show would have to quote give a verbal mention of the tagline "Virginia is for lovers," which is why we heard it eight thousand times in the episode, <laughs> and they were literally feeding that line to everybody in their interviews. Um, and then they also had to like promote, like do a promotional link on their Twitter and their website and all kinds of other shit. So yeah. We called it. We saw it. Everybody saw right through it. Yep. And they just go get their money back because that shit did not make me want to go to Virginia. <laughs> not one bit. Not they at said all. they they benefited from it, so maybe there are some other people who are excited about Virginia. I mean, I guess some couples. I don't know. It seems like a really good cheap honeymoon option. Like if you really count oh, them gosh. coins you and really you live in Maine, yeah, Virginia would probably be a great uh, honeymoon, honeymoon option for you. I can see mm-hmm. it. It wouldn't be first in my. It wouldn't be first in my head though. Like as for states. No, it's like first. If I'm looking for a cheap honeymoon, like yeah. Virginia's still not it. Like I, was, <laughs> I would go to like <laughs> down the shore first or yeah. No. Somewhere. Yeah, they didn't sell it to me. No. Sorry. No. Campaign and work and work on me. Sorry. Um, but appreciate you, Virginia Tours Board. Um, all right, so should we dig into this recap? Let's dive in. Let's dive in. It's a nice, juicy episode. Mm-hmm. So we got six guys left. Should I name them? Shit. Okay, we have Blake, <laughs> Colton, Jason, Wills, Leo, and Garrett. Mm-hmm. Six guys left. And we're in the beautiful Bahamas, which Finally. the water looks beautiful. It does. Like crystal clear. This is my kind of place. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see Becca loved her first outfit. Let me just say, she had on the it was like a black crop tank with a like a striped skirt that had like the buttons going down the middle. 
Oh, she loves the buttons going down the middle. She does. She That's does. Girl. She does have a button down the middle. <laughs> yeah. And the shoes, she had on some like lavender strappy shoes. I loved How the cute. shoes. Yes. I need to do more of that. Like shoes that like a pop of color. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that outfit was cute. Um, anyway, she's sitting down with uh, tired ass Chris Harrison. <laughs> and <laughs> She's saying how she's, you know, she's looking forward to having no drama this week. And she admits she's falling for a couple of the guys. Mm-hmm. And she bets that the whole thing, like all of this will end with a proposal. And, you know, she's feeling nervous because she feels like something might ruin it. Mm, <laughs> she kind of yeah, ended so that too on like, yeah, she ended on like a very ominous note, like... I don't trust you, Bachelor producers. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm on the quest and on the journey for, you know, a nice, easy breezy love, but y'all love to come with the bullshit, so, you know, <laughs> I'm still on my guard up because I feel like y'all gonna ruin it, is basically what she was saying. Um, so meanwhile, the guys are all, you know, sitting, they're very nervous, it's very serious in their, it's like very serious with the guys now. Yeah, they used to be all friends, and I feel like now they're not. Now it's competition. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's a straight competition. Um, next week is hometown, so they already know this is not the time to play around. Mm-hmm. Um, Wills, your boy Wills, had on listen, probably listen, one of the best outfits. <laughs> listen, the best outfit of the night, okay? Yeah. He had on, not only was it a matching two-piece set, not only was it shorts and short-sleeved, but it was an ombre leopard print. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yes, it, it faded down into the shorts. It was absolutely beautiful. Uh, oh my it God. was. It was a good outfit. I, I, I liked it. I am so obsessed with him. <laughs> I just love him. Uh, I could do this. He, he loves a matching set. Will mm-hmm. is always here for a matching set. Did not like the floral set, but this leopard, I can I can get on board with this. And you know, he, he always has on a high athletic sock. Does he? He had on a high sock with this? Always. Oh, Always a nice black Nike sock. Okay. <laughs> Just seems like beside herself. I love him. <laughs> um, okay, so Will's is sitting there looking cool. Blake, um, Blake is, is not really <laughs> going through it, guys. <laughs> he really wants this one-on-one. He hasn't had a one-on-one in decades, it feels like. <laughs> He's been on just straight group dates for a very long time. Um, And so he's just talking how excited he is. He really wants this one-on-one. He thinks it's coming. Becca arrives. She announced that they're going to have three one-on-one dates this week and one group date with the other three guys. First one-on-one date goes to Colton. And at this point, my TV conked out. So, Justine, what happened? Oh, okay. So at this point, um, the guys were like, wait Colton because now they all know he's a virgin which why did they I wanted to see the moment when he told them oh oh that's like (laughs) we're gonna watch him like come out every five seconds (laughs) the moment he told the producers and the moment he told Chris Harrison and the moment he told (laughs) I wanna see all the moments Um, but all of them have their own hypotheses about how it's just not going to work out because he's a virgin. Mm-hmm. They're all saying these, they're all kind of like introing it with something else. Like they're like, oh, he's really immature. Oh, 
he uh, uh, he hasn't had a lot of relationship experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, my TV came back when Wills and Garrett were uh, talking, and Garrett. He was like, yeah, I suspect, like, it might turn Becca off. Mm-hmm. This is where he got my nigga UA shit award. Oh, nice. Right here. Like, literally, my TV came back on. I was like, mm, he gets the award. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because, like, <sighs> Colton's virginity j- pales in comparison to, mm-hmm. Garrett, your entire belief system. If anything's yep. going to turn her off, is that. Yep. So, just shut up. Like, that's it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yep. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. He's the yeah. worst. So Colton's on his date. He's looking like a bronze god, as she said, with his tan mm-hmm. skin, his blonde hair. But you know, I don't really go for blondes, but I. Is he a blonde? I mean, Col- yeah, Col- he definitely is. But it's fine. Blonde. Yeah, you're right. It's not like very bright blonde. That is when I think blonde. That's not usually what I'm into. like. Um, like Spencer and Heidi. That's what yeah, I yeah. Like that's blondes. Like yeah. that is a no. Mm-hmm. Um, Colton's like a dirty blonde, I guess. Like a yeah. sandy blonde, though. So, anyways, um, they for their date are literally going on my dream date, which is <laughs> on a yacht, mm-hmm. just cruising around the Bahamas, and in their bathing suits, just making out all day. Like literally. <laughs> My dream, <laughs> not even di- like my dream scenario in life to be on a yacht with Colton making yeah. out. Yeah, you know, you know like the Titanic. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so Colton just keeps on talking how anxious he is about telling her that he's a virgin. Mm-hmm. And at one point they're like laying down and they're chatting a bit, and it, it seems like he's starting to go into a conversation. He starts saying, like, he's not that, you know, I'm not that experienced with dating. And mm-hmm. and then suddenly, mm. this yellow boat appears mm-hmm. and cuts him off. And this blonde, dreaded Bahamian man, like, <laughs> jumps out the boat. And it's like, we're going to cock diving. Let's go. <laughs> like, he was so freaking random. <laughs> so random. He came like a tornado, like a bad hell. The, yeah. Yes appeared out of nowhere and cut off their whole thing and was like, alright, so, got activities. Don't conk diving. <laughs> this dumb my character, this dude. Um, so yeah, so they go conk diving. They're diving in and big old... I never knew that... I don't know, you just see conks when you go on vacation. Like, you buy a conk yeah. and it's like, Bahamas right. is like written on it. But people yeah. actually have to dive and get that shit. <laughs> like, right, yeah, and like little bracelets and stuff and mm-hmm. you just think it's whatever. Yeah, But you gotta go time. all the way down deep. Yeah, people actually go and like hunt and dive those things. Mm-hmm. So, they did a little bit of that. Um, and, um, yeah, this, day, this portion of the day was just filled with double entendres. And oh. they're really playing up the sex virgin, the whole yeah. irony of it with um, with Colton. Mm-hmm. The Bahamian dude was saying how the pistol, which I don't know what part of the animal that is, he basically pulled like a worm out the yeah. <laughs> the conk, yeah. and he said like it's an aphrodisiac, and so they're. I mean, is it eating the? I know who. According is to it who? action, <laughs> is it action? Apparently, your name. Action. Action was his name? It was his name. Oh, That's how he introduced himself. <laughs> oh, God, I missed that. Oh. <laughs> Action come with all kind of bullshit, making mm-hmm. them eat straight foolishness, talking about <laughs> <an> aphrodisiac. <laughs> <laughs> it's gross. 
Um, so time for the night portion of their date. Becca shows up in yet another New Year's dress. <laughs> which, full sequin dresses. I'm just not a fan of them. They're New yeah, Year's dresses. Neither. You only wear them on December 31st. Yeah. And even then, they can go wrong. And even then, yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes they don't even look all that good. Yep. So this one, I wasn't, I'm not sold on any of the New Year's dresses that she wears. Just not mm-hmm. my, my thing. Um, anyway, so she shows up and same thing. She's talking about how good Colton looks, how he's easy on the eyes. If Colton didn't look the way he did, he would not be here. Oh, definitely not. What? Because no. he's had more skeletons <laughs> in this closet than anybody ever on the show. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's a virgin. Yeah. There's no if he did not look if he looked like David, if this was David <laughs> <laughs> like none of this, he wouldn't be here. He would have been gone. So talk about what do they call it? Pretty pretty pr- pretty privilege. privilege. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is absolutely some pretty privilege. Um so anyway, so she going into the day, she's confident that Colton will get the rose at the end, unless she said unless he drops some like crazy bomb on her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girl, yeah. your armor. <laughs> right. So uh, they sit down for dinner and Colton, you know, he says there's a conversation I need to have. Um, because it could be a roadblock. I feel like he's <laughs> He's literally have to said this. He's literally have had to say, like this exact preface like multiple times. <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. With the TS and air, like so many things. Yes. So he has a conversation. He needs to have it. It could be a roadblock. You know, he's always struggled with articulating it. It's like going in circles. So then he <laughs> says he, you know, he's put his professional life above his personal life for some mm-hmm. time. You know, football has always been number one to him. Um, he's only had one serious relationship. He hasn't been on that many dates. All because he's, like, been so wrapped up in football. Allegedly. That sounds so crazy to That's me. weird. I was watching this, and I was like, there are niggas who have, like, multiple girlfriends and a wife and kids, and <laughs> manage to have sex with all of them. Yes, and a full-fledged <laughs> NFL career. Like, yeah, right. winning Heisman trophies and shit, or whatever. Like, what? <laughs> what do you mean you're focused on football? You're yeah. also retired, so, like, what? Yeah, right, you're retired now. <laughs> it was very strange. Yeah. Like, the... So, like, the virginity aside, just his lack of like dating that he's done is strange because yeah. you're like you're a very good looking guy you're in mm-hmm. the NFL there's literally women everywhere mm-hmm. the quality we don't know about the quality of women but there's still yeah. women everywhere yeah. and right. so the fact that he's not even really dated that much is just very interesting very but, also yeah. makes me excited for his hometown because yes. I feel like this is going to explain a lot a lot oh yeah we're going to learn a mm-hmm. lot about him and why he operates the way he does mm-hmm. um, so anyways he sports has like taken over his life so he hasn't had much experience in love and then he says and because of that i have to tell you that i am a virgin mm-hmm. um and he says that you know it's just a hard thing for him um he you know only a handful of people know and you know growing up in sports being in the locker room where guys you know they talk about women all the damn time mm-hmm. and he you know had to fit in so he had to make up a lot of lies and kind of <laughs> <laughs> play to 
you know, being that guy, like the NFL yeah. guy who just gets girls, like who wants right. to be the one in the locker room is like, oh, I'm a virgin. Like, you don't want to be that center of. Right, uh, yeah, of attention. Of attention with all the dudes, so. Um, and he tells her, you know, he's waiting for marriage. He's. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Or he's not waiting for marriage. He's more so like waiting for the right one type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so Becca, her initial response is like very awkward. <laughs> Very. And I didn't know if this was editing, chopping, like chopping shit up, like chopping and screwing up the whole editing, or if this was really her reaction. Yeah. Um, But, so yeah, her initial reaction, she's just like, you know, thank you for telling me. And then she, (laughs) (laughs) we don't really hear much, and then she like excuses herself and like walks away. This is where she gets my nigga you ain't shit award. (laughs) Becca gets it. Becca gets it. Because if somebody tells you something like that, do you know how many questions I have for a man who is that good looking? Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, now you're definitely getting the rose, and we are definitely going to hometowns because I need to see who raised you and how they did so. Because how did this happen? Where you are such a, a like nice guy right you know he's not afraid to touch her right like Mm -hmm. none of that is happening Mm -hmm. but he's still waiting for the right one i have so many questions and she was like wait what and then walked off yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think becca yeah she ain't sure for that because even just him having to reveal that is so i mean he had so much anxiety the entire day i'm sure right trying to figure out how to say this to her and then her initial reaction is just like um, I can't handle this. I'm gonna excuse myself. BRB. <laughs> yeah, BRB. Like, <laughs> what? But I think with Becca, she, she, like, Colton has dropped a lot of bombs on her. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think her image of him in, in her head just keeps getting chipped away. Yeah. And, like, the virgin thing is not, it's not that it, it puts him in a bad light. It's just another thing that she has to, mm-hmm. like, now just deal with Colton. Like, she wasn't expecting that at all. So it's just... He keeps dropping these little nuggets that she just has to, like, ugh, okay, deal with this again. So that's yeah. probably why she, like, excused herself. But, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> so, uh, Becca eventually comes back from, I guess, getting a breather on the balcony. <laughs> Whatever. I guess. Just, like, <laughs> I, I kind of felt for her, because I was like, I would be dying for the group chat right now. Any group chat that I'm right. in. Right, anybody. Any. I need to send a text to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, but she just has to do it by herself. Uh, mm-hmm. So she comes back, and like the first question she hits him with is like, you know, you said you were in love with your last girlfriend, like right? Why you only fucking like? Basically, <laughs> right. like what happened there? <laughs> so I didn't really understand his answer. He was kind of saying like timing wasn't right or something. See. Mm. No. See, that's why you should have should have sat down more and had some more questions for this man. Yeah, because yeah. that didn't make any sense. Right. The t- yeah, he said something about timing, and he's saying that he's not waiting for marriage. But I feel like she really needs to clarify this with him because Honestly. he might secretly be waiting for marriage. And like, when was your last girlfriend? Were you like sixteen? Because then I could understand it. But if you were like twenty four, yeah, I need I think answers. It was in his twenties. Didn't he share his story about his last girl? I can't remember the story. I can't remember either. Yeah. But I don't think it was young. It was somebody, like, fairly kind of... He dated... First of all, he dated the gymnast, Allie Racer. Oh, my God, that's right! Yeah. So that's yeah, one. Yeah. I don't know if that's the one he... I don't know if that's the girl he said, I love you to, or if it mm-hmm. was his girlfriend before that. 
either way, it was somebody in his 20s. And you mm-hmm. okay. said, I love you to them, and yet y'all still didn't get physical. That's Seal the deal. I have so many questions on yep. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, Becca, she says in her confessional... Um, just in general, she's just like a little bit alarmed by all of this, not just the sex thing, but also the fact that he just doesn't have that much relationship experience. Mm-hmm. He only has the one girlfriend. He said, I love you, blah, 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 blah. Which I'm always, I don't, don't negate people who haven't had as much relationship experience. I'm not a fan of that, like, argument. Because there are people either. who've had years of terrible relationship experience mm-hmm. and are probably worse off than somebody who's coming in like very strong and very sure in themselves and maybe have one little girlfriend. Like, right. which you gonna choose? Just because he has twenty five years of experience, all with shit women, like or all shit this relationships. Is exactly the um, it's like the battle between Colton and Garrett, right? Like yep, Garrett's been exactly. married before, exactly. And we still are wondering what he learned from said marriage, right? Like, we're ex- like still wondering if he knows what existential means. Like we're still wondering <laughs> all these things. Right. And with Colton, we don't wonder any of that. He's a little bit immature. He gives me a little bit immature vibes. Yeah, young feels young. He, yeah, really youthful, but mm-hmm. still, that has nothing to do with his relationship experience. That's just how he is. He's like real smiley and like a golden retriever. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So don't. I don't think she should put him in another pool. Like, Mm -hmm. just keep him right in there. Um, So, yeah. So, back at the... So, he gets the date, Rose. Just no surprise there. Oh, yeah, obviously. (laughs) So, back at the suite, the guys... um, Blake is, you know, still, still, yeah. he's just late <laughs> up in this confessional, just oh doing God. interviews all night with the producers. <laughs> he needs his friend, another one needs a friend or yeah. yep. someone from his family to come just help him out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Blake, he, yeah, he's going through it. Him and Blake, him and Colton. Him and Gary mixing up all these white men. <laughs> so, their names, Blake and Garrett and Colton, like these are the whitest names on the planet. They are. <laughs> just interchangeable. So Blake is talking with Garrett about the whole Colton virginity thing. Garrett says again he thinks Colton's going home based on the virginity, which, whatever. Garrett, come on. Um, so all the guys are wondering who's getting the next one-on-one date. And the date card comes, and it's going to Garrett. And he is totally stoked. That's what he said. Ew, that's what he said? <laughs> he didn't say totally. He said stoked, though. Ugh. <laughs> Which is, like, such a Garrett term. Don't you? Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Stoked. Um, so, in the cut, Blake is just still dying. <laughs> Another one-on-one rose. Not going to him. <laughs> oh, um, and, yeah, I just feel for him because he really hasn't had a one-on-one in a minute. And then, as he's dying in the corner, in walks Colton with a rose. Yep. It's no Bla- Blake is really going crazy because mm-hmm. he, in his head, I guess, was hoping and banking on Colton going home. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, he's just starting to second-guess everything he he said in his confessional like i don't like have i been making up everything between us yeah (laughs) right is this all in my head does she actually have feelings for me or am i literally making up all of this 
I um, love how he says that and doesn't blame any of the other guys. I feel like a lot of guys mm-hmm. will say that and they'll be like, well, Colton's a, a virgin, man. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean he got a rose instead of me? Like, da 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 he doesn't say that. He's like, oh, wow, she must really have connections with these other people. Mm-hmm. Not, like, blaming them or, like, pointing out their flaws or anything ugly like that. Right. He don't play dirty. No. That's what I like about Blake. He don't play dirty. Right, because he's more mature than that. When yeah. they start to talk about other people, that's a sign of immaturity. Like, yeah. focus on yourself and your connection with Becca. You don't need to be mm-hmm. throwing other people under the bus or <laughs> talk about other people's mess. Um. So, yeah, so he's just in a bad headspace. He's just, like analyzing everything and yeah we've all been there <laughs> like, yeah we've oh, all yeah. totally been there when you like you want so badly to get into the other person's head mm-hmm. to figure out like how they feel about you but you have no insight into that so you just oh pick apart God. literally every memory that you have of them yeah <laughs> and try and like interpret it and get answers for yourself but really you're just driving yourself insane right and you double texted and it's been an hour and they haven't texted you back mm-hmm. it's like that thing yep all that terrible been there blake feel you Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so time for Garrett's one-on-one date. Um, Becca's talking about how he always makes her smile. They had a very instant connection. She reminds us that he got the one on the first impression first, rose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they meet on the beach. She does the whole run jump hug, the run yep. jump straddle hug thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then suddenly a seaplane pulls up and they're going to go fly in this plane over, you know, the water. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is the time where they're done with activities. They're doing more the, you have a whole day to just like be with each other. So oh, here's yeah. a beach. Okay. I think we're at that time, I guess. So anyway, so they ride in the plane over the water. All the guys are back home on the balcony. They see the plane. They're all freaking out. Mm-hmm. All that jazz. So the plane lands on a private beach. They have the whole beach to themselves. Another, like, dream date for me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and Becca in her interview is just, you know, she's just gushing about Garrett and how, you know, carefree she feels with him and... The two of them sit on the beach and have a chat, and she's like, you know, you're always so carefree. You've ne- you're never down and discouraged. You know, I haven't seen that side of you. Um, I don't really know. What- I feel like she was trying to search for something wrong with him. Mm-hmm. She was digging. She was, she was digging really for digging. an issue. Yeah. Yep. Everything seems too good to be true. He says all mm-hmm. the good things. He's got, you know, always got the good energy and blah, 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 blah. Yep. But we can't forget. He married some girl and divorced her in two motherfucking months. So Hello, after he was with her for like three years. Thank so you. There's questions. There's here. a lot of questions. There's stuff there. And I think Becca is smarter. She knows better. So I feel like mm-hmm. she she ain't forget that either. Um, so yeah, so she's wondering, is it, you know, too good to be true? So um, back at the suite real quick. Next one on one date comes. Who's it going to go to? Blake finally got his answers. Pra- <laughs> his prayers <Yay>! answered. <laughs> he was really about to. I don't know what he's gonna do with himself if he didn't get he on. He was this. about to just go home. He was about to just go he straight might have, home. He might have pulled something super dramatic and it's just like yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm going home. Mm-hmm. Um, but thankfully he's not. He got the next one on one, which means the group date is gonna be Leo, Jason, and Wills, who are all fighting for one rose. Mm-hmm. So two people are going home on that date. Um, okay, so back at Garrett's date, time for the night portion of their date. 
loved Becca's look. This might be one of my favorites. Yeah, it was yeah. cute. It was very she cute. Good. She had on a, or her hair was pulled in like a high, tight ponytail, mm-hmm. which we haven't seen too much of that this season. And she had on a white jumpsuit, but it was like one strap, like one mm-hmm. spaghetti strap, and then the other strap was like that like ruffle sleeve thing. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah, know what you call yeah. that. It's like a, uh, whatever. <laughs> We're like motioning. No one can yeah. see this, but you know what I mean, guys? <laughs> can you feel the motion? <laughs> but yeah, I like there was a jumpsuit. The rhinestone choker, that had to go. I had to not... go. All the jewelry looked like it was from six and 5th. Like, <laughs> yes. straight from the fashion district. It cost max, max $6 for the set. <laughs> rhinestone about to fall out. It yep. like a missing rhinestone. <laughs> this shit looks so cute. But loved the rest of the the look. The look, yeah, it was good. Yes. So, Becca, same thing, gushing about Garrett and how perfect Mm -hmm. he is and blah, blah, blah. Um, Becca asks him, you know, who's the last person you brought home? Was it your Mm ex-wife? And he admits yes. Um, And so then Becca, she's just trying to figure out more about this two-month wife (laughs) woman. Mm -hmm. Like, what was this? So she said, you know, you mentioned that you know, she was very adventurous, and that was something that you liked about her. You know, what else about her were you attracted to? Mm-hmm. And Garrett, you know, he didn't really give. This is not a satisfying answer to me. <laughs> he. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I got to get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social media. Just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, Mm -hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real, and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming Mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help. From eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family, therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P 
dot com slash two B G one R. He said, you know, well, I was young, you know, we were fresh out of college, you know, like blah, 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 like blaming his youth basically on mm -hmm. why, which I mean, fair enough. A lot of people get married young and it's terrible. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But then he didn't really answer her question. He didn't say much about what he was attracted to. He then immediately went back into bashing her and said she was super yeah. hot-headed, she was always yelling at me, and I'm like, you didn't answer the question, <laughs> you're just back to bashing this woman. Mm -hmm. Like, the original question was, what was it, what qualities did she have that you were attracted to? Right. And then he brought it back to bashing her, and then talking about himself. Mm. And talking about how he yes. wanted to be, like, a good father, a good family man, a good husband, and all this stuff. She didn't ask you none of that, she fool. That's why you on the show. <laughs> We didn't ask you not none of this. Like, duh. You're supposed to propose to somebody after eight weeks of knowing them. Obviously, you want to be somebody's husband. That's not the question. That's not the question. That's not telling me anything <sighs> about you. Because that's, I'm assuming everyone at the show at this point wants that exact thing. To be right. a good husband. So, what? So, so, yeah, he brought it right back to him. And, you know, he was saying, even despite her being awful and yelling and all this shit, you know, I just kept pushing through it. Because I really <laughs> wanted it to work. Like, really, you know, putting himself in the best the best light mm -hmm. uh but becca's like yeah but that actually scares me mm -hmm. because you know she basically was saying he seems like the type that when he has doubts um or any red flags he will still just push through he'll mm -hmm. he'll like fight to make things work even if he knows deep down it ain't shit mm -hmm. um so she's like just worried about that like are you really would you really honor your feelings or are you just right. gonna push through with something because it's what you this image in your head that you want and Garrett, he just tells her, you know what? He is falling in love with her, and everything's all fine with Becca now. <laughs> he always does this. You notice that? Anytime yeah. she has like a reservation or things are about to get serious, he just drops another milestone. Like, I'm falling for you. Yeah. Or, no, yep. now I'm actually in love with you. And then, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. And then, like, he always comes with something to kind of like smooth over the moment. And she forgets that he never a answered her fucking question. <laughs> like,. <laughs> So yeah, so he tells her he's falling in love with her. Becca's very happy. He obviously gets the date rose. And then they like run off in their swimsuits into the ocean. And Do you think thing. they did weird stuff in the ocean? I feel like they did weird stuff. I don't know. I mean, there was, if you want to rewind Bachelor season whatever with the first Bachelor, Ben, whatever his last name was, the ugly one. <laughs> he had sex in the ocean. Yep. With skinny dipping, had sex in the ocean. I wouldn't doubt it. I don't know if Becca's that. I don't. I don't. I don't see Becca doing that. I feel like she's already on, like, not even her choice. Her entire life and her whole ass has been shown on television. <laughs> <laughs> with them bringing Ross, with it's the breakup true. on the couch, that yeah. she's like, I'm not giving these people any more good television. Yeah, so, that's true. I yeah. I don't. I don't know if she went that far. Yeah, yeah, just maybe some weird stuff. I don't maybe know. Some, yeah. Anyway, some. Becca, you better just get yours, girl. Get yours. Yeah. So, okay, so this Garrett date, before we move on, I have a lot to say. Oh, oh, okay. I still have a lot to say. So, watching this, like, love story unfold between Becca and Garrett, it's just hard to watch because as a viewer, we, kn we know where they mm -hmm. both stand politically. Like we, based on his tweets, one can just assume and mm -hmm. probably assume right that he voted for what's his face. 
And Becca has been very vocal on her social media with being mm-hmm. very anti-what's-his-face and mm-hmm. pro-Hillary and Women's March and all that stuff. So it's just weird watching this, knowing where they stand. And then it's also weird watching the two of them. And doesn't look like either of them know where the other person stands. <laughs> no. Nope. You know what I mean? Nope. Yep. So it's like, what is this? Like, how does... Someone enlighten me. How does one fall in love with someone who has completely, like, opposing beliefs? Right. Because I, I know I couldn't fall in love with somebody who I know is not a feminist. No. I barely vibe with Republicans on a friendship level. <laughs> so I know for damn sure I couldn't be falling in love with nobody who, no. yeah, wasn't, um, who is like a transphobic or anti-immigration right. or like, and yeah. like I couldn't, and that's just like a singular issue, but that one singular issue means so much to me and my whole value system and belief system that I couldn't even fathom being in love with somebody like, or like falling in love. No, it would be very difficult very or difficult. impossible. Yeah. For me personally, political beliefs is like a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Watching Becca and Garrett, it just, I just want to know what, how can you say you're falling in love with someone if you don't really know anything deep about them in terms of like their view of the world? Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like her, him talk, like you remind me of my dad and you know, you feel like home and all these like things that feel nice and good. Okay. That's cute. <laughs> But, like, have y'all talked about some real shit of, like, what are your views on this? And how Mm -hmm. do you see the world according to this? And just, like, all these little one-on-one dates, like, you know, each time they keep saying, like, I'm falling for you, like, my feelings are getting deeper, blah, 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 blah. But how do you develop those things when you don't really know a person at their core? (laughs) And I feel like... And is this this a white privilege thing? It must be, because for me, this shit is just a deal breaker. Like, off rip. Off rip. The one good thing about online dating, and not all of the apps, but you can, for instance, on OkCupid, you can filter mm-hmm. by, like, political belief. It's mm-hmm. so, like conservative, liberal, whatever. So, like, conservatives don't even show up in my timeline because nice. that is just yeah. a setting that I just set and it's important to me. Right. Um, and then even on my profile, I make it very known, like, I think my last, <laughs> I'm, like, very extra, but I think my last OkCupid... <laughs> Under hobbies, I wrote, like, fighting white supremacy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is me. Oh, this is something man. I'm very... Social justice is very important to me, and I want somebody mm-hmm. who's kind of on that same wavelength. Mm-hmm. And so you just need to know that about me off rip. Yeah. So, obviously, Becca doesn't have that luxury, but even the fact that you have even fewer moments to spend with these guys, wouldn't you get to these deep questions quicker? It's just right. troublesome and bothersome to me that she's at this level and saying that she's falling in love, but I really, I'm sitting there watching them, and I'm like, I don't think you have any clue about, <laughs> any, like, have y'all talked at all about, like, yeah. your value systems and shit? Like, I don't know. Right. Like, oh what do they gosh. talk about? I don't know, because they, we watch two hours, and they're at dinner for, like, five hours, so, I don't know. Right. Either they haven't had these conversations, or they have, and she just doesn't give a shit. And that exactly. is white privilege. <laughs> exactly. And either, of the, both of those things are white privilege. Right, right. Because I don't, you know have the privilege I, mean? to, I don't have the privilege to not talk about these things. Right. I have to. Period. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, I'm just side-eyeing 
Garrett, he's I mean he's already been dead and buried, but yeah, Becca, I'm just really starting to side eye. Because mm-hmm. I, I really want to know, like, have y'all talked about this and you just don't give a shit, and you're just like, oh well, you know, we can agree to disagree or whatever the fuck. Yeah, probably. Like, what, what is that? <laughs> I have an email call out. Email us, please, if you have experienced dating or your spouse and you have opposing political beliefs. Like, mm-hmm. someone teach me, how, how does this work? <laughs> because I'm, yeah. I I don't understand. But does it work? How does it work? How do you date someone who really believes something completely different than yours or politically is on, like, the complete other side of the aisle? Educate us, And please. not just political. I don't know. For me, I put social justice kind of in a bracket next to political and not necessarily with political because human rights are just, mm-hmm. they shouldn't be a political thing yeah. to me. Yeah, um, yeah. True, true. So both of those things, like, what do you think? Is it just they're Republican because of, like, tax reform? Or is it because they really believe all that conservative shit? Mm. Email us. Let us know. Let us know. Please enlighten me. Because this shit is just getting weirder and weirder to watch. (laughs) Um, Okay. Side note aside. Back to the recap. Mm -hmm. Blake, time for his one-on-one. Yay! So Blake, as we said, he hasn't had a one-on-one in a million years. So he has a Mm -hmm. lot of... He has to make up for a lot of lost times, hoping that mm-hmm. the connection is still there. You know, they've had little cocktail party moments and whatnot, but he hasn't really spent any time with this woman in, like, <laughs> a month. So he meets Becca at a beach, and they head to a beach party, and there's no double doors. They just on stage nope. turning up. The Baja men. The Baja men. <laughs> Who let the dogs guys, out? <laughs> this is my favorite date. This is my favorite date oh, of all season. Really? It was a good yes. one. Yeah. They were standing there just going in to mm-hmm. the Baja Men's new song. <laughs> which, are they just in the Bahamas now? Because I haven't yeah. heard a peep from Not the niggas in easily 16 word. years. Yeah. So <laughs> that one song. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good day. It looked lit. They're having a whole full-on beach party filled with people. Mm-hmm. Blake is showing us his moves. Yeah, he was a good little dancer. He was. He had some really, he did a little Millie Rock or whatever he that did. move is. <laughs> what did the kids call it? He did it. <laughs> All these little terms. It was a Millie Rock, right? Is that what that was? Yeah. That thing? Uh, yeah. Okay. No, I think a Millie Rock is this with the arms. Oh no, that's the Millie Rock. Yeah. What was? Yeah. What's that move that he did then? Oh, I don't know. What is that? I don't know. It's a thing, though. We need to have behind-the-scenes footage of us. I know. No, we don't. <laughs> I have on my bonnet and no bra. <laughs> no camera in here. But I want them to see us with our weird dance and trying to figure out, what is that dance? I don't know. Somebody email us that, too. The dance that Blake did, he, like, yeah. showed Becca real quick. What is the name of that? It's not the Millie Rod. What the fuck is that, though? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Blake had some moves, and I think he, he told did. us, I think he said earlier in the season that he can dance. Oh like, yeah, he did! He did. He did. Yeah. Yep. So we got to see his moves, it was cute. Um, and then, you know, after the party, him and Becca sit down and, you know, chit-chat and stuff. He lets her know that he has, you know, really been freaking out all week, and was really freaking out. He wasn't sure if he was going to get a one-on-one date, and that was not a good feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, and Becca goes into this whole thing about how it's been really hard and how she now sympathizes with Ari which that really 
did not want her to say that. No. <laughs> just don't even say art. Just say, like, I can. I see how it's very hard now. Like, don't sympathize mm-hmm. with Ari. Don't say that. No. <laughs> sympathize with, like, Rachel. Like, right. Don't sympathize with Ari. Right. I sympathize mm. with Rachel. Um, but anyway, she's actually sympathized with Ari about how it's, you know, it's very hard to have feelings for very for multiple people. Blake, in the headspace that he's in right now, this is the last thing that he needed to hear. Oh my god, he was <laughs> bugging. Oh my god. Like, that was not what he needed to hear about her having strong connections with anybody else. You could see in his head was like that math gif of... Oh, yeah. Everyone looking at the math, like, yeah. what do you mean, feelings for other people? What it's are like, you talking about? <laughs> calculating in his head, like, what? <laughs> so, he says in his confessional that he he needs confirmation that he's the strongest connection. Mm. Because he, he recognizes, and I, I like that he put it this way, like, he recognizes that she has connections with other people. Like, that you can't deny. Yeah. But not knowing where you stand in the lineup, that mm-hmm. will drive you crazy. Like, you want to know that you're her number one. Right, right. You know what I mean? Because the thought of being number three out of the four that she has oh. feelings for fucking sucks. <laughs> and because the next episode depends on your family, who might be raggedy. Who might so... be raggedy and throw your ass under the bus. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so you need to go into hometowns being the number one seed. Like, mm-hmm. Period. So, so yeah, he's saying to the confessional he he really wants that confirmation that he's that he has the strongest connection with her. Um, she obviously doesn't give him that confirmation, but in her interview, she reveals that she feels quote the most strongest for Blake. Yay! Which I first I was like, did I hear right? I had to go confirm on Twitter to figure it out, and everybody was like, oh my god, did she just say that? So she confirms secretly that she does actually have the, f- the strongest feelings for Blake. The most strongest, which... Ugh, that girl. English, but, okay. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what I like, what I notice about watching Blake's date in comparison to Garrett's, mm-hmm. with Blake, she's very grounded on planet Earth. Yes! When she's with Blake. When she's with Garrett, she's like floating on some, like cloud nine. <laughs> like living yeah. this alternate reality with this like you know cute guy with good energy and like whatever (laughs) like nonsense but with blake the whole feeling it's like it's more serious it's more grounded in like real realness yeah yeah this is real life becca that we're seeing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so quickly back at home with the guys leo jason and wills are going on the group date everyone is hoping for blake to go home (laughs) <laughs> which okay uh, but if he goes home that'll leave two roses up for grabs on the group date oh on the so group that means date. less pressure on the group date only one person right close to two um but that's a tall order to wish for guys because blake is always been one of her favorites mm-hmm. so time for the nighttime portion of blake's date um and you know becca she's saying that she just wants to know more about his family um he's opened up a bit about past relationships but she wants to know a bit more about family since he's about to go home so blake whew, he's got people got some he stories got <laughs> mess oh gosh so blake said he's always kind of struggled to open up because he comes from a family where they've just always kind of brushed things under the rug Mm-hmm. So he's not gotten a lot of experience with speaking his truth, basically. Mm-hmm. So he reminds Becca that his parents got divorced when he was 15. So he was, like, in high school. 
and turns out it's because his mom was having an affair with his basketball coach slash English teacher. <sighs> that burns. That is horrible. And I bet this happens all the time. All the time, of course. This happened in my town. <gasps> yes. No, what? There, I mean, I heard this through like the grapevines. Uh, a girl in our grade, her mother, I think, had an affair with some teacher or some coach or something. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Blake, well, going on with Blake, yeah. what makes this even harder is he lives in a small town. Mm-hmm. So that gossip trap, like, the fact that I know about my friend of a friend, <laughs> right. like, small town, like, from where I'm yeah. from, that shit travels fast. And so he said in his small town, everybody was gossiping about it mm-hmm. and how acquaintances were coming up to him and saying shit and how he was, he found out about his mom moving out the house from some random chick. Like, yeah. <laughs> no one in his family was talking about it. And so he kind of grew up in an environment where he just didn't really share much. Or where right. that wasn't, like, valued in the household. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then what he said, which really struck me, and I was like, I gotta marry someone like this, <laughs> is where he said, quote, like, basically from that experience, he, quote, uh, said, I want deep openness, family mm-hmm. first over everything. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Like, for me, family is so important to me just in general, so that mm-hmm. I always live by that. But I like how he said, I want deep openness. Yeah, like he, me too. You're coming from a really a family where there ain't no openness. No one's talking about the fact right. that mom is, like, sh- shacked up with the fucking with English the teacher. basketball coach. And no one is talking about this in the household? Oh, my God. Oh, like, Wendy's is telling me shit that she heard? Like, what? <laughs> so going to his next relationship, he's like, I'm not doing this yeah. <laughs> with my family. I'm not doing this with my kids. Um, See, so yeah, I really like how he, he put that. And how he said what he learned from it. Right. Like, Garrett was like, yeah, I had an ex-wife. She was an angry bitch. She was horrible. <laughs> and nothing else. That was the end of the sentence. That was it. He explained how this happened with his mother. Did not bash his mother, which nope. I really appreciate. Right. Yep. And went on to say that in his family he will not be doing the same he has learned from his parents mistakes the best that's all you want from your kids yep period yeah clear again shows you clear differences clear differences between blake and garrett Mm -hmm. they both have crazy sob stories and whatnot but blake is able to articulate it better and what he learned garrett we still got all kind of questions about this two-year relationship so (laughs) two-month marriage um, so, you know, after that, Becca says, you know, you, out of all the guys in the house, you open up the best. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always talking about he struggles to open up. He's not good with being vulnerable, but he's actually been the most vulnerable and the most open with her this whole, this whole time. And then Blake drops the, I love you. First, he's the first one, right? First one. First one to full on say, I, I love you, I Becca. I love you, Becca. Yes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, and then, oh my god, I was just, this whole day, I was just like, <laughs> I was dying. I was dying. This is so cute. We've always been Blake fans. Oh, We've yeah. always been Blake fans and then Blake and Becca fans, because the two of them together yeah. just, yep. this is what I want to see on, this is what I want from The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Like, something that just looks genuine, at least. <laughs> and so, Becca, he says I love you. She obviously can't say it back. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she could have pulled the Ari and did it, but... She say oh back. god and she just says you know my heart feels so happy 
Which is so stupid, but... Yeah, that was... She said a bunch of lines this time that I was like, girl, what are you talking about? <laughs> but she did. So her next line I really liked. And her next line actually got me my Becca UII moment. Okay. Um, where she, she was saying she never wants her moments with Blake to end. And she said, quote, I feel like my heart recognizes his. I hated that and laughed. Really? But explain to me what you liked about it. <laughs> that, to me, it just made me feel like she even recognizes that her connection with Blake is, like, real shit. Yeah. And her connection okay. with Blake, or Garrett, is on some fake shit. <laughs> but she yeah. she got my eye up, because she's... The fact that she keeps Garrett around just makes me question, like, where her head is at. Mm-hmm. But her saying this about Blake, how, like, my heart feels his heart, my heart recognizes his heart, mm-hmm. it makes me feel like, okay, she's kind of in here <laughs> a little bit. Like, yeah. she's lost all her yeah. marbles. Um, and that she recognizes that, like, he is, like, a real-ass f- dude mm-hmm. with good intentions and a good heart and yeah. is here 100% for the right reasons. And not only here for the right reasons, but he's ready for this next step. Right. And yes. is fully True. in. There's no reservations. Like, I I look at Blake and trust Blake. Oh, yeah. For you sure. know what I mean? Yeah. So that was my, my little moment. She kind of redeemed herself when she said that for me. Okay. Um, and then um, Becca, you know, she can't tell him I love you back, but she does have her little confessional interview. And she said, when he told me he loved me, in that moment I knew I was on the exact same page. Yes! <laughs> um, and she said, he doesn't know that yet, and it's so difficult to hold back. And then she keeps going, she keeps saying a whole lot of stuff about Blake. Mm-hmm. She said, after this date with Blake, I can 100% see him as my husband. Yes! Woo! Yes. Lordy! Why are we still watching the show? Just send everybody home. Why? <laughs> everybody else needs to go. Everybody this needs is, to go. I just need the Beck and Blake wedding special. Let's go. Period. I thought, I mean, it flashed across my mind, but I knew it was going to happen, that the group date for the next day, just mm-hmm. cancel that shit. <laughs> And everybody go home. And Wills and Jason. Jason. They don't clearly measure up to Blake, so why even have to go on this stupid date? Yeah. Um, So anyways, so we ended the Blake date. Blake is in the number one seat. That's what he Mm -hmm. wanted. He didn't exactly get the confirmation from her, unless she whispered something on the low we don't know about. But um, we at least know that he's number one. And I mean, her reaction to him yeah. saying I love you was pretty good, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is Blake's hometown going to be like? Messy. <laughs> oh my god. Is, is he going to be like, hey, this is my mom and my stepdad. Turn to confessional, like, this is the my former English teacher, Professor, <laughs> no. what's his name? Like, is, is he going to have to say that? Coach, oh, no. whatever? Oh no, no. Like, what does he have siblings? How do the siblings feel about this? Yeah, yeah. because I was really interested to see Dean's siblings. Right. When Dean had that iconic hometown, and they let me down hardcore heavy. The siblings. Yeah. He was looking at his siblings sideways, the same way he's looking at his dad. He did not fuck with his entire family. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But Blake. So I'm wondering. I'm wondering. I'm very curious. Are we gonna meet the mom? we got the story, but we don't know where he stands with his mother. Yeah. Because the last we heard from him in his story about her was that she was moving out. And she moved out with the guy. And right. And they're still married to this day. Right. 
but he never went into, you know, she, and he never bashed her, never said anything bad, but he didn't mm-hmm. really say, you know, yeah, we're still really close. I've gone, you know, we've gotten over things. The family's yeah. tight now. So we don't know who we're meeting on hometowns. No what idea. is going to happen there? But I can't wait. Love a good juicy mm-hmm. hometown. Yep. <laughs> like, I love Blake, but I'm ready for the drama. <laughs> ready for the family mess. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, okay, so time for this, I mean, ridiculous group date that she this must group now date go on. is so foolish. <laughs> so stupid. She oh literally just God. said, I want to marry Blake, and now she has to go do this. And now she has to, like, deal with these sorry goons. Jeez. Mm. So, um, Wills, Leo, and Jason, they ride off on a boat to go meet Becca on a beach. And she talks about each of the guys and says like a little snippet about them, which really shows you the depths of her feelings for these guys because she mm-hmm. didn't really say shit. Mm-mm. Leo, you know, the more time I spend with him, the more I find things I love about him. <laughs> what? I can I can say that about my bottle of water. Like that I can say that about like a coworker. Or yeah, like a coworker, an yeah. acquaintance. Like mm-hmm. that told me nothing. That told me you don't have any feelings for Leo, actually. None. <laughs> Next, Jason. Um, I just have the best time with him. Cool. That doesn't say I mean his his one on one date was shitty. Like, his unhappy hour, and then, like... Oh, that shit was stupid. Going to the church and all that, that yeah. was, like, dumb. And then his... It was with his friends, so I oh, guess yeah, that yeah. was, like, fun. hmm I guess. I don't know. But, like, that doesn't... There's no meaning behind that. There's no, There's no meaning behind yeah. we have a great time. It's so. a statement that she can say about, like, anyone, basically. Yeah. And then Wills. Wills, she said the most about Wills, actually. Like, more specific things. She said, Wills, Mm -hmm. he knows who he is and owns it in a very quiet, confident way. And she likes that he's nerdy and goofy like me. So, a little bit more. Yeah, nice. Yeah, more specifics. That's what I want to hear. Um, So anyways, they all get on the beach. They're playing beach volleyball. And then she does her little one-on-ones with each of them. So, for Wills is the first to get his one-on-one time with her. And he's, you know, really wanting to bring her home to meet his family. His parents will be married 50 years. Yo. <laughs> Next what? Week. What? In the, his parents must have gotten married real young. Yeah. Yeah. Married 50 years? Because he's not, Wills is what, in his late he's 20s? He's like 29, I think. Wow. So his parents have been together forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Um, Will shares about his parents. He said his dad is very quiet. His mom is more extroverted. Becca can relate because her mom is also, you know, super extroverted, can talk to anybody, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Um, Watching the two of them together, Becca, I just feel like she wasn't into it from that I know. moment. Yeah. I, I feel like she was like, okay, we have this in common, but it's just not enough. It's not enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can tell she's already like checked out and just kind of going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason gets the next one-on-one time. I literally completely tuned out. <laughs> really? Do you know what happened? He's, he kept saying all these lines. Jason always says all these lines, which makes me think that he's watched the show before. Oh, no, I like Jason, though. I like Jason, too, kind of. Mm -hmm. He said, (laughs) I can't let what I see in you stop today. It has to continue on. I can't wait to, you know, see what we do. Mm -hmm. And then I wrote down, there's something else. 
Okay, yeah. The next um, moment that I think solidified his hometown mm-hmm. was a dinner. Okay. We'll his next one So Leo, next one, got his, one, his little one-on-one time. They go down by the beach, by the water, and have a little chat. So Leo, he already just rubbed me the wrong way um, before he even started his one-on-one. He sent his confessional mm-hmm. that, you know, these guys, they can offer a nice house yeah. and an easy lifestyle. I can offer her love. How does that not come with love, you dumb dipshit? What the hell is wrong with you? What are you talking about? What do you what mean? What are you actually talking about? They're not offering love? Also, you're broke? Also, yeah, where's my house? And where's my easy lifestyle? I want that too. What the fuck? Why do I have to choose between either? Can I have both? Can I have That's the point of the show. Yeah. <laughs> the dumbest line of the episode. It was so dumb, he couldn't even get my nigga You Ain't Shit Award. No, not it even was worthy. so stupid. It was so stupid. I'm just ready for him to go at this point. <laughs> oh my god. So, sits down to chat with Becca, you know, lets her know he hasn't brought anybody home in four years. Um, and he then says, you know, I feel like some guys have had more time with you. Which is true. He just got his one-on-one last week and has been on a bunch of group dates, like 15 minutes deep, so he hasn't really got that much time at all. Um, so I feel like more time, more guys have had more time with you, and some of them are probably ready to get down on one knee. I would need hometowns to get there. Valid statement, I think. Uh, yeah, that is a valid statement. That's mm-hmm. the truth. Mm-hmm. It's very true. And Becca, she's like, all right, well, well, <laughs> somebody uh, get that boat, cause uh, my man's got to go. Time for you to kick rocks, nigga. Bye. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Bye. Know, but she's so happy he brought it up first, cause she was yep. like, she just jumped like jumped right on that band bandwagon. Yep. Um, so yeah, he literally kicks rocks at that exact moment. <laughs> literally, the boat came to get him. Didn't right. say goodbye to Wills or Jason, no nope, nothing. Nope, she left him nope. on the beach and she walked back to the guys and explained that the just went home. So, time for the nighttime portion of their date. It's basically now two on one. We've got Jason mm-hmm. and Wills left. Um, Becca going into the date or going into the night is still allegedly still torn between who she wants. Mm hmm. Um, so she first has a little one-on-one time with Jason, and he is feeling very confident, very excited to bring her home. Becca, so her thing with Jason, she was talking around a lot in circles, but her issue with him is he's the only one who hasn't said, I'm falling for you, or I fall for you, or like... Oh, yeah. Am I right? I don't think he said any of the, the things nope. yet. Mm-mm. So that's kind of, she was kind of dancing around that, so... She said, you know, you've been slower to open up compared to the other guys. And he just keeps assuring her, like, but I feel strong for you, whatever, whatever. And then she even said, quote, but, you know, some of the other guys have been more vocal with where they're mm-hmm. at, which is code for everyone has told me that they love me. What is going on? <laughs> like, And, yeah, so she's basically, like, fishing for this I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, and because Wills has already said it, so Wills said, or not I love you, but Wills said last week that he's falling for he's her. He's falling so for her. So she's really yeah. trying to get this from Jason now mm-hmm. before, like, she needs she needs to bring him up to, to equal playing field. But he wasn't picking up what she was putting down and still ain't no. saying shit. <laughs> no. Say a word. But what he did say mm-hmm. was that 
um, he said, well, what I've prayed for for the past whatever days. Mm. Yeah, he said prayed okay. for. You saw mm. my eyebrows went up. I was like, oh, he's mm-hmm. a man of the Lord. That <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you would like come meet my family, whatever, whatever. Talk, 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 talk. Mm. So okay. I think that prayed for solidified him. Uh, I don't think there was anything Will could have said. Yeah. That would have brought him back up to where Jason was. Uh, okay. Moment. And Becca is a Christian woman. She believes mm-hmm. in the power of prayer. So that, that probably was yeah. the, the, like the words that she, yeah. like the Jason version of words that she's like, all right, I'll take that. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> Wills during his one-on-one, he, um, you know, just lets her know he, he's been completely open and, you know, vulnerable with her and feeling very peaceful and happy and all this stuff. And then he starts to get very emotional. Mm-hmm. Even. And he tells her, you know, you make me, f- you make me believe in love again and in a future. And I'm falling more in love with you every day. Just gushing How? with words. I do not know, Justine. I don't know. <laughs> when these guys, these people on the show do this. Like I, st- I, no matter how long I watch the show, I'm always it's always in the forefront of my head. You have spent collectively mm, how many hours? Half. Yeah, de- forty five hours maybe <laughs> with this person. I I just can't. I don't know. I, we've never been there, so I, maybe this is all. Yeah, it's just maybe it seems is. so over the top. Mm-hmm. But anyways, he's falling more and more in love with her every day. He has no problem saying the words. He mm-hmm. clearly is the, the complete opposite of Jason, basically. The way they kind of, yeah, like, juxtapose right. these two guys. Um, so it's time for the date, Rose. And, you know, the question is, who's Becca going to give it to? Is she going to give it to someone who is, like, clearly all in and has been very vocal mm-hmm. about it? Or someone who is, you know, saying he's all in, but she's not 100% sure where he stands because he hasn't said the words that she wants to hear or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, date Rose goes to Jason. So mm. she's taking a risk. Or, yeah. I guess, taking a risk on the person who hasn't really said, you know, all the things yet. Um, and so poor Wells is going home. Wells has to go home. Wells is going home. Um, and she has to walk Wills out. And my mom texted me, like, <laughs> I didn't even know my mom was still watching no. The Bachelor. She's like, Wills is gone. What is going on? I'm like, what? You watch this? <laughs> so, so yeah, sad moment. Another PO, the last POC bites the dust. Mm-hmm. And so she walks Wills out. She kind of explains, like, you know, she didn't really want to, she didn't mean to blindside him because he's definitely feeling blindsided right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, you know, they're just not 100% on the same page. You know, this is the hardest thing she's ever had to do. You're amazing. You'll find your person. Like, all these things that just typical make, breakup that what whatever typical breakup talk typical breakup talk that doesn't make you feel better it makes you feel worse almost mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're being broken mm-hmm. up with and they're like you'll find your person like mm-hmm. i thought you were my person bitch right. like the fuck <laughs> you know you're sending me home talking about you'll find a better future i wanted this future though mm-hmm. like can we talk about that so poor wills he gets packed up in the suv and he said, you know, the hardest, the hardest thing to her, hearing her say is, I know you'll find your person. Because he mm-hmm. really thought that she was the person. Mm. And then they show the car, like, he asked the car to pull over. And he, like, got out the car to go, like, cry off camera, I guess. 
And this was my escape to Wakanda moment. What? Why? Because I just wanted to wrap him up in a kente cloth and tell him it was going to be okay. Oh and <laughs> to, like, rescue him and, like, take him... Not to, like, some lonely, terrible, barren hotel room, but just, like, take him somewhere nice Aww. where he can go eat some jollof rice <laughs> and some goat or whatever. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> Just be smothered in blackness. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I just picture you like coming down from the sky, literally like draping kente cloth over him. <laughs> A bowl of jollof rice. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. He needed some good old fashioned. He had a good black hug in that moment. He did. He did. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was pretty much the episode there. Yep. Um, we did see the preview for next week, Hometowns, next week. Oh my week. gosh. I couldn't even keep up. I have to rewatch it because yeah. I couldn't even keep up with all this stuff that was going Everything on. Was and every parent looks just like the kid. <laughs> so I knew immediately Who which parent, yeah. which went with kid, kid. Like, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, Hometowns is next week. We see, yeah, it moved very fast, but we see a lot of concerned parents. Yeah. Every parent yeah. has reservations. Mm-hmm. We saw somebody's parent, or I don't know if it was someone's dad or uncle, somebody. Some man was talking to Becca and said, I don't want you to pick him. Yeah. What yeah. is that? I, I don't even have a prediction. Like, who is that about? What is that? Yeah. I can't wait for that. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Um, and then we see Tia. They brought her back. Oh, Tia's dude. back. <laughs> and Becca and was there. Probably a whole nother, like girls thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see Tia pulling Becca to, to the side to talk, and it's gonna reveal something else. Like, what the fuck yeah. else does she have to say? <laughs> I don't know. Is it about Maybe Colton? About Colton. Oh my god! But why? She already put everything out there about Colton allegedly. Uh, no, probably not. So she's gonna come with more. Why would she do that to Becca? Now, see, now more. I'm pissed. Yeah. Like, I'll be mad at Colton if it is some more mess on him, but then I'm mad at you, Tia, because you had the chance to say everything. Why now, when I'm deep in love with this man, you gotta come (laughs) with some more foolishness? Like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I don't, that makes me nervous. Not sure what that's gonna be about. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was the, actually, my get me to Wakanda moment. I forgot. It came at the very end of the show, actually. Oh, okay. Credits are rolling. We get the little behind yeah. the scene footage. Uh, mm-hmm. Action, the Bahamian conch diver. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Trying to teach Becca and Colton how to oh, dance savior. and do some body rolls. And mm. oh my God, my man Colton. Mm. These struggle rolls. Woo. Yeah, they were. They were a struggle. Get me to Wakanda, eh? Sad. Not. Yeah. No. Rhythm was anywhere to be found nope. on this boat. Nope. <laughs> Becca, Becca oh did a little, you know, she did a decent body yeah, roll. Yeah, no, she can do a little something. A little something, yeah. but oh god, Colton, that was, that was very hard to watch. Yeah, <laughs> extremely hard. Um, and that was it. That was the episode. That's it. That's it, guys. Um, we will, of course, be back next week. Hometown mm-hmm. is getting real. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a yep. good old episode next week. But also, um, just an announcement for next week. We're going to be a day late. Oh, yes. We will. Natasha and I need a little retreat. Mm-hmm. We need some carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. And we need some sun. Yep. Going on a little vacay. 
We're going on a little vacation. So, yeah. we'll just be on Thursday yeah. next week. Yeah, episode posted Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyways, rate, review, subscribe. Hit us up on Twitter. The handle's number two, BLK Girls, number one, Rose. And email us if you have opposing political beliefs to your spouse or if you know someone who has or if your parents are or if you just want to show us some love we love it just as much Mm -hmm. email us at the number two black girls the number one rose at gmail.com yep and we'll talk to you guys next week see you later bye bye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.